This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Kitty girls, ladykins, and legendary legends. This is Alec Mop, and it's time for Squirrel Friends, the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. And I'm here to introduce America's sister, Lonnie Love. <laughs> Hello, Alec. How are you? I'm good. I've been following your Instagram. I was out of town. I was in Boston. But my uh, Instagram told me that you were at Pride. I really was, and I had a great time. I was at yeah. WeHo Pride. I was doing it for Project Angel Food. Project Angel Food. You and I both did a benefit for Project Angel Food yep. on television in Los Angeles. And I'm going to brag a little bit. Our uh, our fundraising show was nominated for an Emmy. Yes, you are an Emmy nominee, my love. No, I'm not. I'm not like you where I'm getting nominated for makeup, <laughs> which is what you told me you got a couple weeks ago. I did. You, you said that we don't get anything, that the producers get it. Well, the producers get the award, but you helped. So you should be happy with that. I should be happy with that. Yes, you should. I should be happy that I ra- I am happy that I raised money <laughs> that I uh, for a worthy cause. Project Angel Food delivers gourmet cooked meals to people who are homebound with illnesses. Originally, it was for HIV/AIDS. They still do that. It's an amazing organization, and they do it completely free of charge. So I was glad to do the fundraiser, but I would like an Emmy of my own. <laughs> well, one day, yeah, one day you will. But you yeah. know what? So far, you're an Emmy nominee with a show, with me, with Eric McCormick. So be happy. Okay, okay all right. I'm it's happy Pride about that. Month. Be happy. That's right. That's right. So what <laughs> happened at the parade? What was the crowd like? Oh, the crowd was just lovely, full of energy, very yeah. colorful. Cardi B was also there. <gasps> no um, way. Yeah, Cardi B made a surprise appearance. What? And Janelle Monae, MJ Rodriguez, and we just had a good time. The crowd was there. They came out, and it wasn't even that hot. It was really, really yeah. nice, and I'm so yeah. glad I did it. So thank you to everybody at Project Angel Food. You know, with this being Pride Month, there are a lot of things that are happening within the community. And one thing that I wanted to bring up to you, Mm. Alec, was this silliness that is happening. The Texas legislator proposed a ban on minors watching drag shows. Right, right. And it's kind of really nervy to me. It's kind of like it's, you know, usually this kind of bigotry is so laughable. But in Mm -hmm. light of recent events with the shooting in Texas and everything, the people of Texas have decided that drag queens are more harmful to children. Than guns. Than guns. I just want to say something. Okay, go ahead. I love my queens. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't been to a drag show, you're missing your life. Right. Okay? 
I mean, it's just preposterous. And I don't understand the whole thinking behind it. It's this yeah. fear and it's this it's racism bigotry. and this bigotry. And we are yeah. all in this community. And, and me being an ally, I don't appreciate this because there are other things that we need to be fighting for. Mm-hmm. But drag shows yeah. is, is very, very laughable. It's kind of like that you make that your priority instead of sensible gun laws. It drives me crazy. And also, I'm a parent. My kid grew up going to the Pride Parade. The Pride Parade is a big family event. Mm-hmm. My kid has grown up around drag queens. Drag queens have babysat my child, read to him, looked after him. And also, you have to understand, a lot of drag queens are really bullied kids who grew yes. up yes. and found an art form that is colorful and beautiful and expressive. They're not out to harm kids. It's silly, We're going to keep fighting. And this is the thing, Alec, the reason why I'm so proud of a show like RuPaul's Drag Race, which is worldwide now, is an Emmy-winning show, Mm -hmm. is because we want to show people that being inclusive makes us a stronger country. And so this is the reason why... I love watching Drag Race. I mm. love being a part of this community. And I love being here with you. So Aww. with that said, can we get into this let's episode? Let's get into it. Let's get, let, yeah, let's step away from the angry politics of Texas and focus <laughs> on the joy that is RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 7. Lonnie, there's so much to cover. This week, we see who gets the extra legendary legend star from last week. Because remember, RuPaul was saying each of the winners from last week, which were Raja and Jinx, each got two stars. And one of them they get to keep and one they get to give away. Yes. This week, they did TRL Girl Groups, which took us back to the year 2000. By the way, if you're listening right now. Yeah, remind the people. This is a recap show. So it's (laughs) tons of spoiler alerts. If you you haven't watched the show you might want to take a pause and then come back because we're covering everything we're gonna pour all the tea straight up this is yep. episode six so yep. let's get ready are you ready for this i'm ready let's get into it alec yes episode six is one for the books i really <laughs> because okay first of all you left me with a cliffhanger okay yeah, this is yeah. how brilliant it was last week they left me with the cliffhanger of who is going to get the two legendary stars now there's only out of all of this raja getting her star last week mm-hmm. in episode five the only person that doesn't have a star was evie oddly yeah so i was like okay somebody better give evie mm-hmm. her star that was my whole cliffhanger so just to go back jinx she won, and she then won. there was the Vivian that had mm-hmm. the plunger, mm-hmm. and the Vivian felt like she got the plunger from Jinx because Jinx was upset at her. Oh, so that was right. the drama from right. from but last Jinx, week. Jinx just said that that really wasn't what it was about. It was about like she goes, "You're on a trajectory that's going up." And it was a strategic move on my part. She even said at one point, I don't want to piss you off because I want to do a show with you. And right. I, for one, would love to see a show with Jinx The and two of Vivian. them? Oh, I'm yeah. in there. Put them in Vegas right now. But even though I was out of town last week, I was looking at my social medias. And a mm. lot of people are saying on the Twitter and on the Instagrams. What they say? The judges have been sleeping on Raja, that she's been really killing it. And you've even been rooting for Raja nonstop, low these many podcasts. And finally, last week, she 
got her star and it's it's so well deserved. Definitely. And I thought it was kind of a dirty trick for them to wait till next week, but of course, that's how they keep us glued to the set. No, that was genius. That was not dirty. That was genius because it made me anticipate this episode six. So we had Raja and we had Jinx that yeah. had to give out their extra stars. Which so, means we have to end this show on a cliffhanger, Lonnie. Exi- okay. Lonnie and I are in a car right now. We're in a convertible heading towards the rim of the Grand Canyon. And we may or may not spill into the river. <laughs> but you'll have to tune in next week to see whether or not we survived. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. Big screen. I want to be remembered for just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. And we're back. So Um, Jinx won and blocked the Vivian. Mm -hmm. Raja finally got her star. She was excited. The two people that got the extra stars were... Evie Oddly and Jada Essence Hall. Now, let me tell you, no, I was mad. Break it down. I was mad. What's she mad about? Jinx gave that star to Jada Essence Hall. Jada Essence Hall is my girl. I love her. But we all have been watching these episodes. Uh And if you remember, Jinx does not know how to sew. Jinx should have gave that extra star to Trinity because Trinity helped her when nobody else was helping her. And I just knew that Trinity was by... Even Trinity, look on Trinity's face was that, yes, let me go on and get this star. And when Jinx said, the person who just lights up the room and, and you know, blah, blah, blah. How about the person like, who helped you finish your dress? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I was pretty mad about that too. But I, I was really happy Maybe not that- as bad as you are because you do have a personal connection to Trinity. Her being your drag That's mother. That's my all. drag mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know how sweet she is, but mm-hmm. I'm saying, judging by those episodes, she should have gave her that star, but she didn't. Okay, so mm. Jada Essence Hall has her star. Evie Ali has one, one, and yeah. she deserved yeah. that star. So everybody now has a star. At everybody least. has a star now, but it's the people who have two that are going to have uh-uh. a target on their back, and those yes. two right now are Jada and Jinx. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, okay. we go into the workroom, mm-hmm. 
and then the maxi challenge comes out. Right. RuPaul comes and tells them that the maxi challenge is going to be my TRL total request lie. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> do you remember TRL? I do, and it kind of brought me back to a bad place. Oh, wait, could, what happened? Because in the nineties, I was so broke. I was. I didn't have any money. I was living in Hollywood in this tiny little apartment, and I watched TRL every day. And then all these people would be promoting their movies on it and everything. So it, it kind of like took me back to the uh, two thousand when I was didn't have any money. Twenty two yeah. years ago, two thousands was rough. It Can was you relate? Rough. Where were you in 2000? In 2000, I had just graduated college. I was working as an engineer. My life was miserable. <laughs> I was the only, I was 22 years old mm-hmm. with this group of white male 50-year-olds. And I was like, this can't be. My the, life. Like, it can't. <laughs> It just can't. And so I would watch TRL when I would go home because you saw Mariah. You saw all the latest stars. All the hottest stars were on TRL. And it just took me to a different place. It's a bygone era to have all those teenagers in the studio because now you can watch a video anytime you want. You don't have to wait for a total request live. So that's over. But I always used to love the people who went, hi, I voted for NSYNC because I'm in love. It was so corny back then, but it was such a sweet time back then, you know. So the queens will split into two teams of their choice, and Mm -hmm. they're going to write verses and create choreography for the original songs. And there's two different songs. One is a love song, Together Forever, and Mm -hmm. the breakup song, Titanic. I thought that was really cute. And I love it when they do girl groups on the show, because everybody really gets to kind of showcase their strengths. In all the girl group challenges, the name of the game is standing out. Mm Mm-hmm. Is kind of standing out. And in all these girl groups, the first two standouts, the very first episode, were Shea Coulee and Monet Exchange. So they're the ones that I was really going to be watching for in this one. But, you know, you have other live performers like Jinx Monsoon and the Vivian who could also bring the party. Turn the party, as it were. Before that even started, though, Alec, they had to Mm -hmm. decide who was going to work with who. Yeah. And what was the Vivian so mad about? I didn't quite understand that. She seemed kind of pushed and upset, so explain. The Vivian was upset because most of the queens just divided up based on where they were standing, and Raja went along with it. So he felt like his group was forced together by the other group. Then Jinx suggested that they split up based on what song they wanted to do, but there were still too many people in one group, so the Vivian just stayed where he was. So that's what she was mad about, being kind of taken out of the decision-making process. Now, when you're put in those situations, like let's say you're on a reality show and Mm -hmm. a a little bit of injustice happens, are you the one who's going to speak up? Oh, what do you think? (laughs) (laughs) That's why I get in trouble. Because I speak up all the time. I, I get in trouble. Because I like to speak up. But I think that you should speak up. And I think, you know, when you're dealing with strong personalities Mm -hmm. and when you're dealing with people that are creative, they have strong personalities and it's a competition, you have to speak up. And at least people know that, okay, maybe this time you're going to get away with something, but next time you're not going to get away with it. Right. Okay. And I can understand where the Vivian is coming from. You're going to put her in a group because her group ended up being Evie, a Jinx, who 
her and Jinx are not on good terms really right now and mm. Jada. So it's right. like you gotta think she's looking at it like, wait a minute. So I understand, but I appreciate Jinx because Jinx was like, well, you know, she was trying to simmer everybody down and she right, said, well, right. why don't we divide up and whichever song you want to do, that was you a sit good on move. the couch. That was a good move. And then yeah. we'll take it from there. Right. And then the Vivian ended up choosing that song anyway. Look, this is the thing, Alex. Sometimes <laughs> oh you just want people to know I saw what you did. I'm going to go on with it, but I saw what you did. I and saw I don't like what it. you did, and I That's don't it. like yeah. it. Right. I know what you did last summer. <laughs> I know what you did. <laughs> but I'm going to go right. ahead and sit on down because, you know, I got these girls. So I'm going to go ahead. So Raja, Monet, Shay, and Trinity, they uh-huh. were called Mr. And they were yes. doing Titanic. Yes. And then Evie, Jinx, Jada, and the Vivian are called the other girls together yes. forever. And so their whole concept as the other girls were that they were girls in a girl group that got kicked out. Kicked out. <laughs> kicked out. They were those three extra girls from uh, Destiny's Child. <laughs> Remember, like up until Say My Name, there were those three extra girls and then they disappeared right after that. <laughs> three extra. W- weren't three there, extra there, girls. There were like all these Destiny's children, like, and then they were gone. And then it was just Michelle and uh, Kelly. Kelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember? Am I the yeah, only one I remember that? very, oh, you know, wow. well, you know, I'm going to go all the way back to Supremes. Yeah. See, the Supremes started Florence out as the Supremes. Yeah. And it was Florence Ballard. And then it was... Was Cindy Bird's song. Cindy Bird's she song came replaced on, her. And then it was just Diana Ross and the Supremes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't just like, mm-hmm. it's a cold world out here for girls. It is groups. a cold world. I mean, the whole Dream Girls story, if you saw Dream Girls, the movie or mm-hmm. the musical, is all based on that because Florence Ballard, it was her idea to start a group, the Supremes. Mm-hmm. And she had such a big voice that they made her stand away from the microphone. And she was so angry and so upset that they ended up firing her. Wow. And yeah, it's really unfortunate. Yeah, she had a very tragic ending as well. Yeah. You know, it's like when you take a group like that and then you take that person out. And they become world famous. Yeah. It's really, really hard. So that's the thing about girl groups. But there are good ones and there are Mm -hmm. ones that still survive. Even like Latoya Luckett. Who was Latoya Luckett? She was in the original Destiny's Child with Beyonce. And she's done very well. She's an actress. I'm a mom. She does (laughs) singing. You know what? I'm not. Latoya Luckett. I just... (laughs) I'm just kind of like, I never heard of her. You know what? <laughs> but you know what? You're her biggest cheerleader. And Latoya Luckett, God bless you if you're out there listening. Lonnie has been following your career very closely. I'm just thinking of all the amazing girl groups from the 2000s that I loved. I love GLC. Yes. I love Sisters with Voices. Remember yes. them? Mm-hmm. SWV. I loved uh-huh. En Vogue. Oh, they're so good. Yeah, they had a great sound. There were so many girl groups and so many boy groups. I remember there was like NSYNC, oh, yes. 98 Degrees, mm-hmm. O-Town. Remember O-Town? They oh, were weird. yeah. Yeah. Wow. I think there were more boy groups than there were girl groups, but that was there the were, 2000s. Yeah. It was more about working together as a group. One of the boy groups that's still together to this day is New Edition. I still go oh. see them. 
you know, and I rock with them. I rock with Bobby Brown and, you know, all the other fellas. No and, um, way. Nice. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah. you're, you're in with all the big stars. We were in Las Vegas one time, my husband and I, we took a trip and we got free tickets to see Boys to Men. And my husband's like, I'm not a really huge Boys to Men fan. I said, it's free. We're going. <laughs> and we went to one of those showrooms where they give you those cocktails that are like 10 cocktails in one cup. So right. we got totally wasted. It was one of the best concerts we ever saw. Oh, yeah. They were I just love incredible. Those. I yeah. love this. Okay, so we have the two groups now. We have mm-hmm. Mr. and we have the other girls. Based mm-hmm. on who's in these groups, Alec, who do you think will win the challenge? Well, it seems like they were doing two different things. Like, Jinx's group was trying to come up with the other girls, meaning the joke was they were going to be a bad group. Right. Which is kind of hard to pull off because the jokes have to be really clear. It's not enough for you to go out there and be sloppy. You have to really kind of Carol Burnett plan the whole thing. You know, kind of set up all the jokes and everything. And the other group was doing more of like nostalgia, kind of like they were really going to be a girl group. So at this point, it's anybody's game. Anybody's game. Well, the queens record their verses with Leland and Freddie Scott, great producers. And then Mm. they're going to do their own um, choreography. This is the thing. I was watching them come up with their verses and sing and stuff. And I was like, ooh. Do you sing? Are you a singer? Hell no. Really? I ain't no singer. Like, you, can you sing on key? I can sing way off under okay. the key. Are you like Robin Quivers on the Howard Stern Show where she can't hit a note with a gun? Oh, like, yeah. no, I'm not that deaf. bad. I can okay. sing in a choir. Now, okay. I sing in the choir every okay. three years. That's... <laughs> So you were were you a church singer growing up? No, I no, I was in Glee Club. Okay, there in, you go. In school, so in That's Glee something. Club, but singing on my own, no, no way, you don't want it. Do you sing? I can sing on key, and it's loud, but it's not a pretty sound. Oh, it's not okay. like not like these girls. Like there's who can sing on the show? You got Monet, Monet. you have the Vivian, you have mm-hmm. the Jinx. Shay can sing. I don't know if Raja can really sing, but she has sang on the show. Trinity kind of sings. And the only one that really hasn't sang on the show is Evie, right? Yeah. I don't think Evie can sing, but, you know, she can perform. And that's all that matters. So we got our girl groups. They're doing their recordings with Leland and Freddie Scott. So, Mm -hmm. boom, we go back into the workroom for Runway Day. I love Runway Day. What I love is I know people see the workroom, but being an actual person that has been a contestant, uh-huh. it is a beautiful big room where it feels very homey. Mm-hmm. You feel very creative. Yeah. And when RuPaul walks through that door initially, you know, at the beginning of every hello, episode. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah. I've done that. I had to do something. <laughs> With RuPaul for the uh, Television Academy. Right, right. And they said, you're going to walk through the door. I said, what? They said, yeah, you're going to walk through the door because it was with Simone and right. we got Mick. And I right. was interviewing them. So they made it a cute little setup where Aww. I walked through the door. And when I tell you, those stairs are deep. They like, are. Those- I think they're built for Ru because Ru has Ooh. very long legs. I was like, what is yeah. happening? <laughs> 
A banister. These aren't Lottie Love friendly stairs. She needs shorter. I just want to say that the runway, the workroom is just beautiful. And so runway day always gives you that joy, gives you that reset. Mm -hmm. So, you know, on this particular runway day, Raja is doing yoga. The Mm. other queens are joining in. Do you do any type of yoga or meditation? I used to be yoga crazy when Madonna did it. Did, did you say, but that was 2000? Okay. I know, in 2000, that's why I was broke. I was spending it on yoga class. Um, <laughs> um, but I do have a personal trainer now. I do need to stretch more. Yoga is a really serious workout. And the last time I went to a yoga class, I was like, uh, this is really hard. I went to that hot yoga. Have you ever done that? Oh, no. I want to like, sweat out my weave. It's so. 120 degrees in the room. And so I got really panicky and I left. And they uh-uh. said, you got to come back. And I came back again. I got panicky in the same place. And I'm like, this isn't for me. But if you ever want to sweat it out, go to hot yoga. But it seems that Raja is a yoga enthusiast. And they're all getting ready for that main stage challenge. Yeah, and that's a great way. Yoga will calm you down. The Vivian is very excited for the performance. Shay mm. feels... Now, this was... This was very telling because I didn't want to think it, but Shay admitted it that, you know, she feels that she's starting to fade into the background. Oh. Because initially she came out hot. Yeah. She guns won two challenges. Yeah. And yeah. now it's like you don't even hear about her. You don't even really see her. And so her goal in this maxi challenge is to stand out. Because she knows. That was hard to hear. That was hard to hear coming out of that beautiful face. I'm obsessed with how beautiful her skin is. Oh, beautiful. And her teeth are so white. She's like in all of her confessional things. She might be wearing makeup in the confessional. I don't know. But she's just so beautiful. And to hear her own assessment of herself saying that she's fading was like, oh, no. Because I'm rooting for her. And something else that got real, Trinity shaded Jinx for not giving them the extra star. Oh. I was like, yes, tell her Trinity. (laughs) I know, but I think that was strategic, don't you? (laughs) Yeah, but you know what? Here again, you just asked me earlier about speaking up. You have to speak (laughs) up. It's a competition. You have to speak up. And I'm glad that Trinity spoke up. And she let her know. She said, next time you need some hot glue, go over there. Okay, because it's a competition. But yeah, I helped you. Okay, Lonnie, if anybody ever trashes me, I want you to stand up for me I in got just you. the same way. I got you. You I'm got that me in girl. a bar fight? Okay. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> you know, the last bar fight I was in, right? What? When? Okay, this was about five years ago because I still go to those type of bars. And yeah. so I was with my girlfriend and I'm sitting here watching and it's a pack bar, but yeah. the guy wanted to say something to my friend yeah. and she just simply turned. She simply turned turned she didn't say Uh she didn't say you know nothing yeah she just turned and he got mad started calling her all kind of names (gasps) all out her name i was so mad and then she took her drink and threw it at him and the minute that happened i knew it was on and popping because i started getting my beer bottle ready i do not condone violence (laughs) okay but i want you to know something if you are going to attack my friend i'm going to fight back (laughs) 
And oh, so that's wow. what we did. And so it was a good old bar fight. So that was the last time I had a bar fight. I've seen a lot of bar fights, but I've never actually been in one. The last bar fight I saw was at a brunch in Las Vegas. Really? I was staying at, staying at the Win, <laughs> and there were these girls, these really tough Israeli girls. And one of them, a couple of them went to the bathroom and said to the other girls, watch our bar stools. And so these other girls came in and just totally took their place after the girls were saying, no, somebody's sitting there. So these girls came back and said, those are our seats. And these girls were like, no, no, but you can't save seats. They grabbed them by the hair, pulled them <gasps> off of the stools and pushed them out of the restaurant. And I went up to them and I said, listen, I know it's heated right now, but I just want to let you know that was incredible. I'm really impressed. <laughs> and then they looked at me and they said, you were in You Don't Mess With the Zohan. That's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> yeah, that's see, that's why you have to be careful about bar fights. If you know that you may be recognized, you have to kind of be careful. So yeah. I don't do it anymore. But back in the day, whoo, it was all You were ready to break a bottle. All the time. Tiffany Haddish style. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. And we're back. Okay, so let's get to this main stage. Main stage runway. The thoughts on RuPaul's outfit. What did you think of it? That wig, she wore this crimped wig that was so high. And at first, it's kind of like a basic crimped wig, but it went so high and then off to the side. I love this. (laughs) I love this wig. Are you not feeling this wig? No, I loved it. It was totally 2000s girl group. The color of the actual dress with the little, it was kind of like metallic-y and yellow. I love yellow on, like, cocoa skin. Yeah. I love it. It just looks so good. It was so good. In uh, Hollywood, where they had the pop-up store for RuPaul's Candy Bar, they had, briefly, I don't know if it's still there, but they had an exhibit of all her dresses and wigs. And it was just really incredible seeing all this stuff up close. But you're right. When you're in the studio and you're at the judges' table and Ru walks out for that first reveal of the outfit... They always show, like, the contestants, and we go, yay! Like, you know, who else is going to come out? But it really is exciting seeing Rue all dressed up in person. You know, since we don't have an audience anymore, Mm. I don't know. It's different, but I like it. You know what what I mean? mean? Like, when we used to do the past episodes, we would have, like, a little audience. Yeah. In, in the studio. But oh, because right. of COVID, now it's just the judges, you mm-hmm. know, and Rue comes out. Right. But it's still because of how 
Rue looks and the outfit, to me, it looks like it's even more focused now. Yeah. It's like you haven't missed a beat. So the special guest judge was Tuve Lu. Tuve Lu, which I'm so dumb. I thought it was Tove Lo. (laughs) I thought it was Tove Lo. And also, she sings that great song, Talking Body. And she had a cake on her head. So that lets you know she was wearing a helmet with a cake. She was wearing a helmet with a cake. This reminded me of like a gay dance I was at one time. And uh, there was a drag queen with a bucket of chicken on her head. (laughs) And that was her look. And I said, am I drunk? Or does that drag queen have a bucket of chicken on her head? And and my friend said, you're drunk. And that queen has a bucket of chicken on her head. (laughs) She had a cake helmet. Oh, my goodness. The other uh, guest judges were Ross and Michelle. Okay. Ross. Can we talk about Ross? Ross. Ross dressed up as Carson. What was it? Carson Gailey was his. Uh, and you know, at first, I did not know that was Ross. I was like, wait, who? who is this straight guy? Yeah. First of all, <laughs> Ross has lost a ton of weight, so he looks completely different. But he had a soul patch and he was dressed as Carson Daly. And he I, was. You know, do, is it wrong for me to say I was attracted to him? I, uh, no. no nothing like... wrong. Different strokes. He did look very cute, but it was disturbing. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was so cool. I loved the I loved the way he was acting. I mean, I just thought I was like, wow, this is a different side of Ross. Like, I love it. It's sexy. It was so cool and sexy. That so I love that. Soul patch. That soul patch. Remember when everybody had that stupid soul patch underneath the chin? Like all of a sudden, all these guys thought that that was sexy. I remember the soul patch. And I remember the faux hawk. Those were the dumb 2000 hairdo. Who was it? The soccer player that married Posh Spice, David mm-hmm. Beckham, had that faux hawk. And, you know, he could have cigarettes sticking out of his head and he'd look <laughs> fine. So everybody copied it and looked stupid on everybody else, including me because I had one. But Ross is Carson Gailey instantly hilarious definitely so what did you think about the performances of the group okay so i thought that the first one mister they were all super strong coming out of the gate and of Mm. course the first one that comes up is monet exchange and she's so talented and knows what she knows how to perform she knows how to still focus and so she was really really strong i felt all of them were really strong but i felt like towards the end it lost a little bit of energy yeah yeah, I think they came out strong. I agree with you. But mm-hmm. Shay Kool-Aid, she came to play. I really yeah. liked what she was doing. I loved right. her verse. I loved her wig oh. with a colored front. Do you have anything like that? Oh, yeah. Do you yes. have any wigs like that? I'm, yeah. I'm going to make one like that. I'm just so yeah. like... It's so cute. All of their looks were really good. Both Raja and Trinity had those high, high boots with the high, high heels. And they both of them defy gravity. Because I don't know if you know this, Raja's like 6'3". She's oh. a very tall lady. She's on oh, the wow. tall side. So for her to kind of navigate everything, she didn't dance as confidently as yes. the rest of the girls. But yes. I felt like it was fine. I wasn't like she's stinking up the stage. I didn't have a problem with it. Okay. Then the other girls came along. That was mm-hmm. the Vivian, Evie, Jinx, and Jada. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and... Okay. Here's the thing. Remember I said earlier, you really have to be clear on what your beats are? Yes. Like, okay, your joke's here, your joke's here. I think there was a little of that, and then also it got kind of sloppy. Yeah, yeah. Like, the jokes that came in really, really clear, like, Jinx's story that she was an old woman, like the oldest girl group reject, you kind of got it. And then Jada S's Hall, 
had a whole verse about being gassy and her yes. farting, and you kind of got it. <laughs> Vivian's verse was absolutely clear. Like, I'm the British one, and I'm going to do all the British stereotypes in my verse. Right. But the jokes that came in clear for me was Evie Oddly doing that dial-up tone. Yeah. That, that and, and all of her references to outdated technology, you can page me. Um, I loved all that stuff. I think Jinx at one point says, we're going to be together forever like a CD. Like, we're going to be around forever like CDs. I thought that was really hilarious. Like, all this technology that existed 20 years ago that's now completely gone. I loved them the best, and I was kind of worried because they didn't seem like they could get the dancing together. But in the end, they pulled it together. They did pull it together. It was a great maxi challenge, and I really enjoyed it, and it took us back down memory lane. But now we've got the runway category. We've got the runway category. They killed it. Give it to me, Alex. Okay, Dolly Parton, Night of a Thousand Dollies. Have you met Dolly? Yes. Okay, oh. where? Tell me your Dolly story, because I'll okay. tell you mine. It's probably not as good as yours. I know it's not as good. Go ahead. I got a call from my EP when I was doing the reel, and she says, uh-huh. Hey, Dolly Parton's going to be in town. Do you want to interview her? And it's on a Saturday. I said, I don't care if it was on a Sunday at midnight. I'm going to go and do it. And so I was the only one that was available. And I went out to Santa Barbara. From your show? You were the only one available to see Dolly Parton. Okay. The only one. Went out to Santa Barbara. She was doing a concert out there. Mm. And before the concert, she gave me an exclusive interview. (gasps) And not only did she give me exclusive interview, she had a whole little setup for us to sit and Is this on YouTube? Can we watch it? Yes, it is. Okay. It all right, is. I'm look for it. She had all of her dresses. She had guitars, different musical instruments all around. And when I tell you, for the first five minutes, when you interview someone of that caliber, mm. when you interview like her. And, yeah. Or, how do you come up with a question that she hasn't been asked a billion times? Exactly. Yeah. And so whenever I do an interview, Alec, the first thing I ask myself is what's the one thing that I want to know from her and what's the one thing that maybe no one has ever asked her? Okay. So I always have that in oh, my mind. Oh, that's really good. And then, of course, you're giving certain questions that you have to ask. And so we ended up, I made sure that I got in those questions. But the one question that I did ask her was, what other genres of music do you like to listen to? And I said, uh, specifically, do you like to listen to hip hop? And right. she said, you know, that's not really my thing, but my husband listens to Snoop Dogg all the time. Wow. As a matter of fact, I would love to collaborate and do a song with him. I'm like, oh, wow. You oh, know what I mean? my God, and that would be incredible. When I tell you, I learned so much from her. And then, of course, I asked her about I Will Always Love You. And I told mm-hmm. her, I said, you realize in the black community, that is just the song for us yeah. because of Whitney Houston. Yeah. And I said, but a lot of people are surprised that you actually wrote it. Mm-hmm. Of course, she was like, you know, I don't care as long as they pay me. Right. <laughs> it's like- and you know, her deal was she was going to get a dollar from every sale. She goes, all right, you can use it. Just give me a dollar mm-hmm. from every single sale. So it made her a billionaire all a over billionaire. again. Definitely. Um, my Dolly Parton story is I was uh, doing a play at the public, the theater in New York City, and they have a cabaret space called Joe's Pub. And Dolly Parton was doing a launch party for her new Bluegrass album. And it was just her and the guitar singing Stairway to Heaven. I mean, but bluegrass style. So there is a bodyguard at the stage door. He's at seven feet tall. And I could hear Dolly Parton from the other side of the curtain 
at the stage door. Mm-hmm. And I said, listen, I'm not a stalker or anything. I'm doing a play here. I work here. <laughs> Are you sure? I, I just want to listen to her. And he looked down at me and he went, okay. And I stood there with only a piece of fabric separating me and Dolly Parton. And I listened to her sing that whole bluegrass album. Oh. It was incredible. I just think she's so talented. And Very the fact much. that she writes a song every day. Mm-hmm knocks me out no what you see with dolly is what you get and that's the reason why she's so historic so when i heard that this was going to be a night of a thousand dolly partons i'm like we could do a night of a million dollars was she tiny was she little was she she was little i mean little still had the boobs Uh i'll never forget it was a a whole denim outfit that she had on she even showed me her wigs i mean she was just lovely when I say oh. lovely, just lovely and a, just a wonderful woman. Were you on her bus or were you backstage? I was backstage because okay. she set up a whole like um, it was a room um, near the stage. So it was mm. like it wasn't her dressing room. It was a room that she especially made just to like we did obsessed. a little tour and yeah. we sat and we talked. And that's the one interview when you say, will you never forget? I will never forget it. And we laughed and, oh. you know, it was just so great. It was I'm really, really so great. I'm so jealous. So let's get into the runway looks, Alec. Night of a Thousand Dollies. Monet mm. Exchange. First out, she did a Dolly Parton coat of many colors look, <laughs> which is like a trench coat dress. Yes. That initially I was like, hmm, I don't know how I feel about this. But the more I look at it and how I see how well it's made, I really love this look. Definitely. Uh, RuPaul said that this is something that maybe even Patti LaBelle would wear. Yeah. And of course, Monet had on the actual wig, like the, the Dolly Parton wig. Right. You know, the wig is very important. If you're going to yeah. do Dolly Parton, you have to have the right type of wig and it has to be the right dimension and size Correct. and stuff. Correct. So, but I enjoyed that. Next was Trinity, the tuck. With a beautiful Dolly Parton dress that we've seen her perform in before. It was yellow with yeah. crystal fringes. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see Legends in Las Vegas? Yes. Yeah. This is what this Dolly dress reminded me of. Uh, Legends was a show that they used to have in Vegas where all these drag queens would impersonate celebrities like Whitney Houston. Coco Montrese was in that show and she would play Janet Jackson. Larry Edwards would play Tina Turner. This outfit reminded me of Legends, like what somebody would come out if they were dressed as Dolly Parton. This kind of yellow, glittery, rhinestone Mm -hmm. cowboy thing with the fringe. What I love about Dolly is she is kind of a drag queen. Like, there's, if nothing's too much. She loves makeup. Yeah. She's like, yeah. she sleeps in it. And this yeah, is what we yeah. love Trinity because also Trinity yeah. had the attitude of Dolly as well. Yeah. They all did that weird march. And then, but it seemed like the marches just got bigger and weirder. Well, as it went along. Okay, well, we'll talk about that in a second. Next up was Shea Coulee, who is giving us Biker Dolly. Now, I know the look that she's referencing, but I didn't quite get Dolly from this. I've seen Dolly in a similar outfit, but there was something about the dimensions of this that didn't work for me. I think it was the hair. Is it the hair? Yeah, the hair is what, because the outfit was to a T, it was Dolly. So if the hair was up more, if the hair was higher, it's the stuff that hanged off on the side that kind of threw me off. Yeah, that's definitely what threw you off was was that. And And it was surprising because Shay usually doesn't miss a beat. So I get what she was going through here. I don't know if it was... She needed one more wig on there. If she would (laughs) have added another wig... Add another wig. Yeah. Add another wig. Lady Bunny says that for every 10 pounds she gains, she adds another wig. (laughs) 
So Bianca Del Rio is like, so you have like 15 wigs in your head right now? Raja's next. And Raja nailed it. Raja came out. I mean, she was the one who added another wig. This is a gigantic dolly wig. She had about five wigs. (laughs) She had to. It is huge. And then she did kind of like rhinestone glitter dolly. Mm -hmm. Again, the signature move of dolly is to put rhinestones and fringe together, which Mm -hmm. I really love. It's kind of like anywhere you look, she's going to sparkle and shine. And that's what Raja did. And also Raja also did her makeup. Yes. She's a makeup artist, so she changed the shape of her face to look like Dolly, and it's it's magical. I love it. And then next we have the Vivian. Oh, I just love this Dolly look. I yeah. mean, this was the Dolly. She didn't have as much hair, Mm-mm. but you still know it's Dolly. And the you still makeup. Know it's Dolly. Yeah. Oh my goodness, the makeup. The makeup's great. Well, she could do some makeup. The the, the makeup's great. This is a. This is an ice blue dolly dress. It's kind of the color of like a Frozen dress that Elsa would wear in Frozen. It's this ice blue. The boobs are on point. She had this gigantic aquamarine necklace around the neck, which is very dolly. And also those weird kimono sleeves Mm -hmm. that just kind of extend to the floor. Short dress, like the sleeves are longer than the dress, which is hilarious. And it gives you the stage presence. So I love that. And those lucite stripper heels. Uh, always crack me up. Do you have a pair of those? No, I can't walk in those. <laughs> have you ever been in a pair of those? I will never, ever do that. <laughs> yeah. A Lucite, I think you'd look great at a Lucite stripper heel. I think. Sure, I we- like my ankles. Thank you. <laughs> up next, we have Jada Essence Hall in a beautiful yellow, long flowing with a fringe dolly yeah. type dress. Yeah. Beautiful hair swept to the side, blonde. What do you think? I didn't really get dolly, but. Yeah. I saw the reference, so I'm good with mm-hmm. it. I didn't really quite get Dolly, but you're right. Uh, Dolly did wear a dress that's similar to this. I like that Jada bounced her boobs like Dolly. Yeah, and, jiggled and, them. <laughs> yeah. And starting from <laughs> Raja on out, they were all, I think, I wonder if they all watched each other from off stage because the walk started getting bigger and bigger. And the biggest Dolly March of them all was Jinx Monsoon. She oh, yeah. came out like she was in a parade. She did more of an 80s <laughs> Dolly, kind of like an 80s Dolly wig. Her hair is kind of like how Dolly's was in 9 to 5. Mm-hmm. Remember when it was that short kind of like curly hair, but it's still platinum. And this kind of off the shoulder country dress. So it was mm-hmm. more of a retro Dolly look. I loved it. Yeah. The Vivian and Raja and everybody else kind of did like country music awards Dolly, like present right. day. And the Vivian did this. And at first I was like, oh, she's not doing what everybody else is doing. But then when I figured out it was retro and 80s, I really, really loved yeah, it. Yeah, it was it definitely 80s Dolly. Yes. And then last but not least. As Evie Oddly, who did the craziest Dolly walk. <laughs> Of all. She looked like she was having a seizure. She was, her arms were all over the place and she was stomping the runway. She did this dolly kind of like in knickers and glitter knickers and long sleeve. I've seen Dolly in this outfit on her programs and this was really beautiful. And then Evie even admitted, she said, this is not my brand, Uh but she did it anyway. And I think she did it her way and I got Dolly from it. I got Dolly from it. That, yeah. That's what I love about it. So yeah. out of all of those, the top two. The top two for the, for the week. Who won the week. Uh, at, when the queen has spoken, when RuPaul says the top two, it's the law. And the top two this week were the Vivian and Evie. 
was so happy to see Evie. Evie deserved it from episode four. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. The big bad wolf. I said Evie was robbed. Yeah. Yes. So I think this made up. I'm just going to say it in my mind. This made up You have very strong feelings when it comes to Drag Race, Lonnie. You're you're really passionate about it. Because I know how hard these queens work. And they work really, really hard. They're very, very talented. And every challenge isn't going to be your challenge. But Evie has really been giving it to them. And so now she has two Legendary stars. And the Go! Thing, the thing that's Evie. great about this season with nobody being eliminated, usually when you're eliminated, they never see you again. So you don't really get a chance to see how other people would have done. And in all of this, yeah. they're, regardless of how this plays out, all of them are going to walk away from this with their heads held high because they've given strong performances throughout. So the top two are Evie and mm-hmm. the Vivian. Mm-hmm. And the lip sync song was Why You Come In Here Looking Like That by, of course, Dolly Parton. You know what? I had a psychic moment. I was like, right before they did that, I was like, they're going to do Why You Come In Here Looking Like That. And that's <laughs> exactly what they did. I did. Does that ever happen to you? Like, right before you turn on your car radio, you hear a song in your head and then you turn it on and it's the actual song no. that's playing? Mm-hmm. Never, That's never happened to you? No, never did. Oh, just you, Alex. So anyway, <laughs> uh, that was my psychic moment. And <laughs> and so they were doing two different Dolly performances. Evie Oddly was being Evie Oddly. Yes. She was kind of doing crazy Dolly. Mm-hmm. And the Vivian was giving you Legends Las Vegas Dolly. Yes. She was doing like a real kind of impersonation of it. And it was really, really good. She ends up winning a vote from RuPaul. She yes. wins this episode. So the Vivian, she wins $10,000. $10,000. And now Evie has two stars. So the two star queens are now Evie, Jada Essence Hall, and Jinx. So the yep. Vivian gets plunger. She gets the plunger power. And she gives the plunger to... Of course. I already knew it. Jinx Munson. Yep. Jinx Munson. And she was glad to do it. And I, you know what's great is everybody's kind of forced to be good sports. Throughout all of this. There's really no room to kind of like be angry about it. Everybody's kind of like accepting the plunger with good sportsmanship. Yeah. Okay. Who would you have blocked? I don't know. I mean, I understand the Vivian. She's trying to win. Mm -hmm. I believe the Vivian knows that Jinx is her competition. Yes. So I get it. Mm -hmm. But I do think it was a little bit of pettiness in it. Um, Really? Because Jinx blocked her. And I'm like, but you're forgetting that now you have Evie. See, this is where it's going to sneak up on them. Huh. They're so busy fighting each other oh. and worrying about each other. That somebody's going to rise now, up while they're fighting. Exactly. Mm. They always say, never make a permanent decision on a temporary emotion. <laughs> had like a chance to get revenge on somebody that you passed up have you ever been in a revenge situation no i've never been it i just try to like chill out Mm -hmm. but i have been in competitions and i know that emotions can run high i think like revenge like they say living well is the best revenge and and success is the best success is the best revenge and i had somebody stop me on the street one time and said alec we went to high school together And I just want to say, I'm sorry I was so mean to you in high school. And I just want to make amends. I was, you know, I was young and I didn't mean to say all those mean things. And I literally was like, I don't remember. And I wasn't (laughs) saying it to be shady or anything, 
But it just, I said, I'm, I said, I'm sorry you've been carrying around this guilt all these years, but if it's any comfort to you, I have no memory of this at all. Alec, it's what the kids say. You were living rent-free in his head all this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's even better. Alec has to take a little break, but we'll be right back. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Okay, so what was your favorite moment from the show and what was your favorite queen? My favorite moment of the show was one time when they were talking about the 2000s and Raja said, I barely remember anything from between 2000 and 2008 because I was like, right with you, girl. I barely remember it either because I was broke and I was probably drinking a lot as well. Uh, My favorite queen from the episode, I was really knocked out by Evie Oddly and her performance in her girl group. I thought she was just terrific. Yeah, my favorite moment from the show was, of course, Night of a Thousand Dollies. I just love that runway show. I thought it was a great way to honor Dolly Parton. I love that Drag Race has a way to honor people that have been allies, also queens and people in the community. I just love that. My favorite queen for this episode would probably be... The Vivian. Mm. I, I loved all of her looks. I love that she spoke out and okay. spoke up. All right. Um, so the Vivian. Are you team Vivian now in this in our wager? In our weekly I'm wager? Sticking. We have a wager, everybody. Okay, we have a wager and we're we're betting on who's gonna win, and the winner gets a Manny Petty paid for by the loser. I'm sticking with Jinx. Okay. And I'm sticking with Trinity. Okay. I'm sticking with Trinity just because I just know how badly she wants it. I know what a fierce competitor she is. So I'm going to stick with Jinx. Now, listen, on the social medias, when you go on the social media, this is a big part of our show that Lonnie and I are creating here with Squirrel Friends. We want to show all the queens love. We know how hard they work. We know the things they've been through and the things they go through in order to be on this show and to entertain all of you. So if you go on social media of any kind, show these queens love. Just show Please, them love. and be nice. Yeah. And yeah. where can we find you? Speaking of social media, if you want to be kind to me on social media, <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Alec Mappa. Where can we find you, Lonnie Love? You can find me on Instagram at Comic Lonnie Love or on Twitter at Lonnie Love. And if you like this podcast, rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And tell a friend. Tell a squirrel friend. And tell a squirrel friend that we're both Emmy nominated. <laughs> Listen to Squirrel Friends, the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
catch new episodes of All Stars Season 7 on Paramount+. Plus. We'll see you next time for an all-new episode of Squirrel Friends, the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. See you soon. See you Bye. soon. Bye. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.